they have want to have a shot, they have to run the ball down Alabama's throat. Tatis has become the 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 future of baseball. Wait, what the hell's going on? Boom! The fist bump boys are back. As always, my name is Josh. I'm Gio. And we are the Fist Bump Boys. Episode 40. We are we- up there. Yes! Let's go! Finally. Finally. Now, follow-up question. Yeah. What? 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 No, I'm not even going to ask. I'm going to wait till next episode. I want to see what comes next. Now, what is he going to say? We're, we're there. We, like, because we were, we're not oh, getting up there anymore. We're up there. Well, I mean, we're over the hill. Look, Are we look, over the hill now? No, here's the thing. We're always striving for more. Okay. So we can still be getting to the next level. So you have another, you have another number. I, I do. There's another number. There's another number. I know you have difficulty counting. I get it. The boys are back. Episode 40. We got a ton to get into. But I'm going to start somewhere different today. Let's do it. Can I, I tried to think about this, and I will ask you, have the San Diego Padres ever gotten as much national attention as they are right now? Uh, it, it's hard to say. Like, I mean, there was maybe in t- their two World Series appearances, well, that, and that's what I was about to say. There's the two World Series appearances, especially the one in the late '90s when they played the Yankees. Uh, yeah, that was okay. a really good Padres team. So, and and, and actually, you know, what? I believe that is. Yeah, and then last year when they when got they got, Man- swept. when they got Manny Machado, they got a lot of recognition. But okay, this as much this, as right now. No, well, and and that's what I was about to say is with what's going on this off season. It's crazy to think that the Padres are one of, if not the favorites for the World Series now, like out of nowhere. So just looking at the three major moves. So they yeah. were they were in play. Yeah. No, they were without they were, doing anything. Right. They were a good team regardless. They were a, a wild card team last yeah. year. What is that? Their sixteenth ever something playoff like appearance, something yeah. like that. Uh, it, 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 something like or winning season. Is that what it is? Maybe only fifteen I, or sixteen I, winning I, I series in fifty-two. Yeah. yeah, fifty. They've been five, no. So I believe it was their sixth playoff appearance, and they 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 were in play without doing anything, but now. Now, now they're all in. They, they are, are all they are, in. They are quite simply all in. So we're going to go over the three major moves that they've made recently and and just show why it's... So they, they just got you, Darvish. Who? You. Me? You. Okay. I no. Mean... no. No, 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 no. You. You, Darvish. Was traded from Chicago yep. to San Diego, along with his personal catcher, Victor Caratini. Yep. Which is probably a good idea. 
Yeah, yeah. Probably good to give him his guy. Uh, sending Zach Davies and some young prospects. Yep. By young, I mean 17, 18. Yeah. 20 years old. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, and to, be honest, to be honest, doing a little more research, these four players were considered to be part of the future of the Padres. So they gave up a good sure. portion of that future for now. To be tied for the third best odds to win the World Series yeah. right now. They are at plus 1,100 as the third highest odds. And the tied tied with the Chicago White Sox. And the top two are the Dodgers and who? Yankees. Yankees. Okay. Plus 500 for the Dodgers, plus 600 for That's fair. the that's Yankees. Fair. Yep. Uh, that's, that's really good for their pitching staff. Adds another ace. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's the second one that they've gotten in in, in a couple weeks. Days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they also acquired Blake Snell. Yep. Who's from the, the other one that I'm talking about? Yeah, from Tampa. And he's a very recent Cy Young Award winner. Yep. Yeah, two years 2018. ago. 2018. Yeah, two years. Th- yeah, two years ago. Yeah. And giving up four more prospects, though. So. Well, well, it's like I said, they're giving up their future for now. I mean, the, the thing is, is their future is really already on their major league roster. It, it's yes. Tatis. Fernando Tatis Jr. And they do have Manny Machado. He's not necessarily a few, like, we don't know, but right. he's but, been I mean, around a little bit longer. Yeah, Tatis has become the 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 future of baseball. Like, the, everybody's looking at yeah. him. Like, yeah. And I mean, what he's doing. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah. That was a 3-0 yep. and, he, and he cranked it? Oh, yep. man, did he get crushed for that. And I couldn't be happier for the yeah. game. Good for him. And, and I mean, it, it's not often that you have a player come in and, and especially in baseball, and they're better than their father. Like, I remember Fernando Tetti Sr. And, yeah, me too. And, you know, and he, he was a good no, player. Better. Not great, Definitely but better. You know, he was a good player. This kid is funny. He's a firecracker. He's a firecracker. He has superstar written all over yep. him. The, the problem we're going to have is similar to what we have with Manny Machado and and Trout and, and others. Yep. Like, baseball doesn't know how to market to save their damn lives. Well, so it, these, these players sit in these in these teams and we never see them. Well, it's it's not that they do. They don't. They do. It's just it seems like it's the wrong players sometimes. Like, you have Mike Trout in L.A. and they're yeah. marketing Bryce Harper, who is a, a good player, one of the better ones in yeah. baseball. But he's nowhere. In, 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 but he's in. But Philly, it, I think it's. Washington. I think it's. I think it's damn near universal across baseball that Mike Trout's the best player. Like, well, it's him and Mookie Betts at this point. Like, those are hand. Okay, hand. It's, it's those two. But regardless, they're both now in L.A. Yeah, and it's. It should be a huge market, a place where they should say these are the stars, especially in Los Angeles, which is the second largest market in baseball in the yeah. world, in, in the country. Yeah, and they're just not. They're they're, they're just saying yeah, these are these are the guys. Yeah, yeah, Yay. and and added to the Padres to bring it back to big market San Diego. I uh, they signed. Let's see if we can do this. Ha Seung Kim. Yeah. I think I nailed that. Yep. Uh, you, from so, the KBO. Yep. That's the Korean uh, Baseball Organization, for those who yep. haven't been paying attention. Which was, by the way, some of the most exciting sports 
at the beginning of the uh, the quarantine. Well, yeah, because there was nothing else. Yes, but it was still it was something that we everyone watched it. It got huge numbers. Sure, everyone watched it, and it was good baseball. No, it was that there was a mixture of it being good and the only thing on TV having the spotlight. They were they were you know the only the only game in town, so to speak. Um, But it was just before the deadline uh, where players could sign. Yeah. Uh, with you know, or teams could sign from the KBO. Uh, he's a he's a versatile infielder. He is. The, the strange thing about this is like, yeah, he, I already know where you're gonna go ahead. Go ahead. Where are you gonna put him? You can't so, put his, his so natural positions why. are short and yeah. third. Yes, and they you already got Machado have and Tatis, like, superstars there. Yeah. So are you going to move him to second? I mean, there's a spot there. Jake Cronenworth isn't. Well, that's what they have to do. Somebody, somebody, one of the three is going to move to second. Well, but here's another thought. Why can't you DH Machado? You could. You absolutely could. You could. The the National League now has the DH. So. Well, yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But. Do you do that though? Because he's not a—he's a good third no, baseman. No, he, he's look—he's a former—he's a former Gold Glover, but he's getting up there in age. He, he's past that mark at third base. Like the third baseman starts declining defensively around 30, 32 years old in that that age range. He's past that. Machado's so one of the I, not. not I, I hesitated a minute ago when you brought up the DH in DNL, and I wasn't sure. But as of right now, you are incorrect. It was in place for last season. They didn't bring it back. The major. I'm reading a quote right here from a CBS Sports uh, article. The MLB has instructed clubs in a memo. This was uh, a couple weeks ago now to proceed under the assumption the DH will not be used in the NL this wow, year. Wow, I can't. Though very bring few. It back. Though few will complain that the league and union reach an agreement to the contrary, so it's still up in the air. But as of right now, it is not the case. Well, well then you got to put him. So in then second. you got to put him in second. And, and put who at second? Kim or Machado? Kim, Kim, you yes. mean Machado? And, and and to correct a mistake that I just made too, I said that Machado was the 30, 32 range. He's twenty eight. He's he's reaching that range. So I. I but they're st- they're still young. Yeah. No, you. So. I think you put Kim over at second. And he backs up shortstop and third when they need a day yeah. off. Yeah. And you have, you know, three seemingly, because we don't know, like we only see what we see in the KBO. We haven't seen him in the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Seemingly really good middle to left side of your infield. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and he's not, we don't know exactly what he, what's going to translate from the KBO to major leagues because it's it's the saying of it. But the major leagues is the big show. Like it, it's all it's the best players it's in the, the world. Best of the best. Yeah. So it's you'll very rarely find a player who's you know you'll very rarely find that Ichiro, the player who well, was going to be great no matter where he is. You know, we have to see how this this changes, especially because the speed off the bat in the in the majors when you're mm-hmm. dealing with a second baseman is completely different than anywhere else in the world. So if he can't play that position, then what? 
and and not for nothing they do also have Eric Hosmer over at first. That's not a bad infield. No, no, that is a, not a bad infield. Not at all. Like they're and, they're they're prepped. They're primed for a big run. And and with his stats, he batted three oh six with thirty home runs. 109 RBIs, 111 runs scored, and 23 stolen bases this past season in Korea. Yeah, and that's how many. Where games? do you put those numbers in in that in a lineup? Where where, where it, would you bat okay. in a lineup? So if that's the actual translated numbers, if that's the numbers we're yeah. going to get in major leagues with who you have, you got to put them at two. Right now, Tatis to. is two. I'd, I'd put Tatis at three and Machado at four. Right now, it's it's Trent Grisham leading off. Yeah. Tatis, Machado, Hosmer. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd either holy I'd, moly. Yeah, I put I'd put Hosmer at five. I'd put Machado at four. Tatis at three, unless oh you want to go God. unless you want to go with Kim at one. But the problem with the one is you That's need everything. It's the most important position in that lineup. So you need somebody yeah. who you know is going to get on base. And yeah, he has good numbers, but is he going to be able to hit these sliders and these curveballs that they're going to throw at him? That well, we 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 just don't know. You know. So obviously they're gonna they're gonna feel it out. But man, oh man, San Diego has loaded up. Yeah. For this yeah. season, you this know, and, is the definition of all in. And you look at the rest of that lineup, like there's. There's a, you got an injury in Tommy Pham, but sure. he's more defensive than offensive anyway. Like he was never really a great bat, so you're not really batting be, fifth right now. You know, it but, projected to bat fifth. Yeah, like their lineup. Will Myers is good. Trent Grisham has some speed. Cronenworth, even if they don't start Kim and they start Cronenworth, Cronenworth was batted 290 last year. Yep, as a rookie, like Austin yep. Nola is a really good catcher. Not the greatest defensively, but but he. You know, can hit the ball for a catcher. Any any catcher that can hit 270 and above consistently is a decent offensive catcher. So it, it's going to see be interesting to see how this team meshes, especially now that you've had Machado and Tatis there for another year. You're getting another bat in Kim, but it's the starting pitching that they got that's changing everything. It, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I don't know... <sighs> I don't know if I pick them. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard to pick them. Well, it's gonna be hard to pick them for for a couple of reasons. Like at least at the beginning of the season. Well, well, and here's the thing: they have they don't have a starting five rotation. Like they just got rid of Zach Davies, who was their number three. Mike Clevenger is injured, probably for the year. They're not sure. Lamette is injured. They don't know how long he's going to be out. You have one starting pitcher outside of what you just picked up. You have Chris Paddock. So there's something and has that's to what, and that and that proves the point that it's hard to say that I would pick them. Now, yeah, no, no, and that, Vegas is recognizing the change, yeah. but I don't know that I pick them. No, I I don't think so. I don't either, know that I pick especially them. because what did the Dodgers lose? Dodgers lost nothing. The, and. Very fair point. Very fair. And there's got to be honest. There's still plenty of time for other teams to make plenty of moves. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially like we've plenty. And I know you're excited about this. We've seen all the excitement about what's going to happen with the 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 Mets right now. Um, a lot of players are saying they want to go there. So we don't know what's going to happen. And not a whole lot has happened yet. 
They're, no. they're, they're certainly dragging their feet in Queens. Well, I think they're being safe. Like, they don't, they already have some semblance of a foundation. So they want to build on the foundation, not, and they don't just want to sign everybody to sign everybody. I think that that's the idea that they're going. Well, on and right now. and and they and they're doing and they're doing it smart. They're in theory, they're like you said, they're taking their time. They're not diving in, like not for nothing. San Diego's diving in. Yeah. they're the first ones out of the gates. Mm-hmm. They are they are running away, and generally speaking, you don't necessarily win that way. Like you gotta. Yeah, you no, sign no, these monster contracts. You got to be, you got to be smart. Now they they obviously made these trades, but it's they paid a lot more because nobody else was coming to the table. Yeah, no, absolutely. So they they had to pay to get to to get those players. Now they I, they in theory had to overpay. They give up eight high level prospects. That's well, that's a I lot. Think, I think it kind of came to that they had to trade for all this. Like it's not like they were having free yeah. agents barge on the you know knock their door down and say we want to come here like san diego is a beautiful until machado well yeah there's there was never any until machado we never heard of free agents wanting to go there the great san diego players i could even say thinking back machado was a shock to me going to san diego but that's what i'm saying is like historically like the really good san diego players are drafted the tony gwynn's the The Dave Winfield yep. when he first started, like the free agents don't go to San Diego. As beautiful of a city as it is, the weather is great. The people are fantastic. It's just not a big free agent location. I agree. Which is why they, like we said, that's why they had to make these trades and and were they were able to steal this guy Kim from the KBO and. We'll see. We'll obviously pick, you know, what we expect to go on in the in the upcoming baseball season. We have a ton of time before we have to worry about that. But figured we'd give the San Diego Padres yeah. a little love. They're not so used to it. But coming up in just uh, what is it? Two days? What is it? Today's Wednesday as we're recording this. Yep. Two more days. We have the college football playoff semifinals. Yep. You may or may not have heard of this. It's been a weird college football season. I don't totally know what's going to happen, but let's run it down. Okay. Like, let's run it down. So first okay, off, so I have we got yet, well, well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, 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 no you just, go ahead. I was just gonna make a state like I, I'm not quite sure that these are the four teams that should be in it. We've been saying it since we we've talked about that. I, I'm not quite sure that these are the four teams that that should be in it. But I mean, but, n- number one, we don't have a say in the matter. But and it, these are the four teams in it. So and, and well, it's not just that. It's these are the four teams that we've been seeing in it like yep you know out of more or less the the only team that's not in these four that are you know in the most college football playoffs is oklahoma oklahoma yep you know and notre dame is right there like this is what they're they're second or third in the college football playoff uh i think third off the top of my head yeah it's 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 but but like it's these are the teams that we see every year so they might not be the most deserving, and two of them are. Two of them should definitely be here. I'm not making that argument. 
Absolutely. But, you know, it's it's kind of they stuck with the. We know that these. This are, is their uh, second appearance in three years, by the way. There you go. Okay. So first the last game. time being three first years game, ago. Alabama, Notre Dame. Now, this is saying it's the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl, but it's not at the Rose Bowl. It yeah. is at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. It has been moved for COVID concerns. Uh, it is yeah, 4 p.m. on Friday. COVID from roses, I guess. Well, no, I, I think it, you catch it more in California than you do in Texas because people are different. I don't know. That's not science at all. It is at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. It kicks off at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. on Friday. It opened at 17 and a half points in favor of, you guess, the right? Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> and it is shifted. And this is where you're going to, yeah, it is shifted to 20 points. It is right now Alabama minus 20. That's fair. I got. Listen, I am on the record saying I don't think Notre Dame should be here. And no. there's a great there's a great video that was going around of a woman Notre Dame fan going, "Oh, not Alabama." Yeah, because it it just seems like a foregone conclusion. Al- Alabama this year is a powerhouse. Like it, it seems they, that way. They, they have the offensive player of the year in um their their wide receiver Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Uh, they might have the Heisman in Mac Jones, not or Devonte Smith or Devonte Smith. In fact, I don't think either one's going to win because they're going to split votes because that always happens. Yep. But yep. Either one, you could, if they said that that's the Heisman, okay, I got it. Yeah, you're good. Like they have such a complete team, and they have the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. No, it, it's like. You could replay what was said last year about Alabama and the year before and the year before because mm-hmm. it's the same. Some of the player names obviously change, but they they recruit as as well as anybody in the league and or in the in the country, excuse me. And he's he's the best coach. Well, and that's what I was about to say. Arguably in football history, arguably in football yeah. history. Well, and, and that's the thing is nobody is there's never been a coach who's been better at game planning with this much time. It seems, yeah, no, no, I, I don't, I don't disagree. Uh, I, I mean, I think not player, for nothing, not for nothing. I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Saban's game planning for Clemson, like, oh, I guarantee he is. Like, and not even thinking about Notre, just Ed, we're gonna do what we did last game against Notre Dame. Uh, it doesn't matter. Throw the ball to to, to uh, Devonte to Smith. Yeah, uh, hand it off to Najee Harris, yeah. and we're and, gonna be like yeah. they're bigger than what we're gonna do against Clemson. Yeah. Well, so my guess is, and and I understand the point you're trying to make that they're already looking ahead. I, I think he has a game plan for all four, all three of the other teams ready to go. Does, for, does he though? Yes. Does he though? Yes. <laughs> now one might be very short. Notre Dame. We're just going to play football. That's and not the one I was talking everything. about. But okay. Ohio State, we're just going to play football, and it'll take care of itself. Clemson, we're going to we're yeah, going to do what we're going to do. We've done, yeah. and you know, yep. it, you know, there's four pages for Clemson versus you know one page paragraph, yeah. for the other two. Uh, player to watch for Alabama, 
Does it have to be Devontae Smith? No, I think it's Mac Jones. You think it's Jones? I think it's Mac Jones. Uh, he's just, I think that he's trying to make that play to be the quarterback of the future in the NFL. Um, okay. I know that he can't come out this year. I get it. Yep. Um, and he's but, happy he can't come out this year as well. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. But he, <laughs> He'd be fifth or sixth yeah. on the board. But next year, he, he might be he the might, quarterback. He might be the top guy. Yep. Yeah, no, he might be. And he's – I wonder how much he's looking to the future, looking ahead to next year, knowing that Trevor Lawrence is walking away and that may open the door for a Heisman, another national yeah. champion. Yeah, like. Mac Jones might be the happiest player that the New York Jets didn't get the first pick. Because that means Trevor Lawrence is not staying. Oh like, yeah, no, he he's he I, I and if I if we're being honest, I didn't think he was staying either way. Uh key player for Notre Dame, who's your who is it's gotta be Book. It's Book has to be better. Be book. I mean Book's he gotta has, be accurate. He has to be he's the gotta, best player in this game. He has to. Yes. And if he's yes. even if he is, they might lose by thirty. Oh no, a hundred percent. Because if he's if he's the best player in the game, if he is number one in the game, the next six are going to be Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm just picking up, but definitely the next three. Ha- I mean, unless there's injuries that well, happen. Early. This is the craziest thing to think about, too. Like, and, and and I don't wish injury on anybody, but even if Mac Jones gets injured, how are they going to stop Najee Harris? Well, and, and I mean, not for nothing. Nick Saban can get in there and throw the ball to, to Devontae Smith. But <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's there's so many threats on this Alabama team that, yeah, okay, your quarterback, your your quarterback may be the best quarterback in the game. College is the level where running backs can win the game, wide receivers can win the game. To that point, that running backs can win the game. I think while Ian Book may be the key for Notre Dame winning, I think the real the the secret that they, they if they have want to have a shot, they have to run the ball down Alabama's throat. Oh yeah, well they got to keep the ball out of uh they their Mac Jones hands. Their running game has been one of the better running games in college football this year. Not the best, but one of the mm-hmm. best. And they have to establish that so that Ian Book doesn't have to be Superman in this game because he has shown that most of the time, and we saw it against Clemson, it, it's hard, he has a hard time carrying this team to big wins. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's so fair. if they are able to establish their run game and and control the temp, all the cliches that we've all heard – Keep Alabama's offense off the field, control the tempo, but open it up for the play-action pass, make the defense have to put more guys in the box to protect against the run, which will get better matchups on the outside for the Notre Dame wide receivers. All that is the keys to Notre Dame winning this game. And because of that, I'm going to jump ahead and speak for you. You are absolutely without a doubt taking Notre Dame in this game. Am I right? The only way, and, and look, there is a scenario where Notre okay. Dame wins this game, and that's if the game ends ten to seven with a bunch of turnovers from Alabama, and as 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 unlikely, like yeah, like as unlikely as it is, where everything falls into place, it can, it can happen. happen. 
Notre Dame has to play a perfect game. Absolutely perfect. Perfect game to yep. win this, and they still might not win it. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and you're, Alabama you're can, can afford mistakes. Yes. Against 95% of the entire country, if not more, Alabama can afford mistakes. They cannot afford mistakes and major injuries Correct. to key players. They can't. Almost nobody can. Well, if any team could, they have the it's best Alabama. Shot. They have the depth. Yes. Their depth yes. is insane. But that's the only way I could see Notre Dame. Notre Dame has to keep the score extremely low. They yes. have to keep the ball. They have to, to dominate the time of possession. Yes. They have to dominate the turnovers. Cause turnovers. They have they to have cause to. turnovers. And they have and to run the commit. ball. They have yes. to run the ball to open Correct. up that play action. That's the only way it's going to happen. Correct. So, who you got? I mean, I got Alabama by like 20. Okay, so so then you have Alabama, but are you are, minus 20 points is the spread. Oh, I'm taking Alabama. You're taking Alabama and giving 20. Yeah, I'll give 20. Yeah. I think I split it. I think I'm going to... Because there is a chance Notre Dame can keep it reasonable. There's a chance, but I think there's... To me, and at just what a... point does Alabama take its foot off the gas? If Look, there's one thing that we know that Nick Saban does not do, and that's he does not take his foot off the gas. He doesn't care who he's playing, when he's playing them. He doesn't and... care. He's going to score <laughs> as much as he can. And it should be noted, has there been a semifinal game that wasn't a blowout? Has there been any? Yeah, last year's uh, Clemson-Ohio State game. What was the final score of that? Uh, like 27-23. Was it? Yeah, yeah. No, it was a close game because uh, uh, Ohio State got that lead and then Clemson came back to win it. 29-23. to You are correct. Close enough. Uh, the other game was much closer, though. 63 to I don't know if you remember that. Something like that. 63 to 28. So in in all of these games, and then Alabama forty five to thirty four over Oklahoma the year before, and Clemson thirty to three in uh, in that same year. So my point is, several of these semifinal games have been pretty pretty wide margin blowouts. Yeah, yeah. And there's little reason to believe that this game won't be the same. So as much as I I, I think Alabama is going to win. I don't think anybody is is really picking Notre Dame. Uh, I I don't I think, think that the twenty people, points. I don't think that like the professors is and is the Mike Golick senior or junior taking Notre Dame in this matchup. I think they're going to take either the, of the Golick boys. I think the only way they are is with the points. Like they, might, I, I'm saying straight up. No, are they no, going to go on record picking Notre Dame to win this game? I. Goalie's such a homer. He's such a homer. <laughs> they both are. They both are. They're uh, yeah, Notre Dame through and through. The whole family. At least juniors are realists sometimes, though. I think well, senior. I think senior picks Notre Dame junior. He's been through this. He's been through what yeah. we're about to watch. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I'm going to take Alabama, and I'm going to I'm going to lay the twenty as well. I I can't I can't argue with it. It's really as much as I want Notre Dame to shock the world. It's it's really hard. Moving on to the second game, which 
hopefully has some intrigue. We got number two Clemson Tigers against the number three Ohio State Buckeyes. It's, it's the best non in, non divisional rivalry that we've seen for a while, which is Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Like these two have been tied to the hips since high school. I guess same areas, same same uh, camps that they've gone to. They've been compared sure. to each other their whole careers, and they just keep running into each other. So, and I think that that brings like a, a little bit of intrigue and storyline to this. Of of is this going to be Fields' turn to finally say I'm better than Trevor Lawrence? He's not. But well, let's, this is let's be not get ahead of ourselves. No, no, I'm saying quarterback-wise. I'm not saying team-wise. I'm saying he's, he's not better than Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in the country, and, and it's bar none. But this, this is going to be a kick off at, Yes, yeah, this, on the national. This game kicks off at 8 p.m. on Friday. It's a later game. This one's at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in Nolens. Uh, it opened at six and a half points. Clemson minus six and a half. It is sitting now at seven and a half points. Uh, I it, this is a hard game to to really decipher because, and you mentioned it. Uh, Ohio State hasn't played. They played six games now, and and, and they haven't. We don't who, who truly know what we're. They they beat an unknown, uh, highly ranked. What a Northwestern, team. right? Then they Indiana. Then, Indiana was. Then the they beat they Northwestern beat. in the. Yes. In yes. The, but even Northwestern, like I'm talking about in the championship game. Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they the two off. teams that they beat, like Indiana was good. They looked good, but they were as highly ranked as they were, strictly based on the fact that they were undefeated. You know, and 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 Northwestern was as highly, and they're undefeated in the Big Ten. They didn't beat anybody. Yeah. So no, no, that's and that's the problem. Like I said, with this game, we don't know what Ohio State is bringing to the table. Now this is a rematch. Mm-hmm. We did see it last year. Ohio but, State jumped out to that big lead, sixteen zero, yeah. and then Trevor Lawrence brought Clemson storming back, and 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 they won it. And Tra- Tra- Travis Etienne was was there. It, like it seems like we got the same. Well, Same thing all over there's, again. There's one big part of that equation that's not there anymore. Chase Young. He is no longer there. So who's going to get to Trevor Lawrence? Chase Young is not there it's, to cause the havoc that he caused last year. They gave them that 16. And we both watched the game together. We were both sitting there like, wow, Chase Young looks good. He, he's, he's good. He's, he's disrupting that backfield. He's definitely causing problems. How how's this going to happen? He's not there. That their their pass rush is significantly. Uh, we're not saying that it's not existent, but it is a significant uh, decrease from what they had yeah. last year. Yeah. You, st- well, you think that, that this just, is? Well, not just that either. Uh, uh, the 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 uh, the cornerback from from Ohio State. He went number three this year. I, I'm drawing a blank right now. I don't know why. Um, but he's not there either. Like. All the pieces that were there that gave Ohio State the chance outside Okuda, Okuda that's right, Jeff Okuda. Outside Jeff Okuda. of of Justin Fields, this is a different Ohio State team. They feel different, it is. and it, maybe it's because of the COVID and 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 
everything else going on and as little as they played, they're definitely going to be the fresher team. You know, they, they've had to play half the games that Clemson have played. But I don't think it matters. We'll see if they're full strength. Uh, they were without a bunch of players yep. in the Big Ten championship game. Uh, positive test injuries, whatever the right, case right. may be. Uh, something I think 22 players they were missing in that game. Yeah, it was a high number. Uh, yeah. So we haven't even seen that full team in a while. Well, and here here's another thing to think about, too. Like, what if Ohio State can't field enough players? Like, what, what if that I mean, outbreak makes it worse? And, like, what happens? What do they do? I think uh, I, I, just I, give I honestly Clemson don't the know pass? what they would do. You can't well, just... it's too late in the game now. Like, right, and, but you I, can't. I think... The issue is, is you can't replace Ohio State, because if you replace Ohio State, then Notre Dame should be playing Clemson. Well, so, so what I was going to say was, given that we're two days away, barring outbreak now... Yeah, and out the you know the issues they had in the past are gone. Like they're the, the players are going to be back. They you know they the Big Ten I think it was had a 21 day requirement and they lowered it to 17. Okay, 17 day, which was simply yeah, to yeah. let these guys come back. So I, I have to believe they'll be at full strength. So barring an outbreak today, tomorrow, or Friday morning. They're gonna. It, it's it's a done yes. deal. Look, I, what I would see, they have done? I don't right. know. That's the question. That, like, what would have happened? It, it's it's because as you said, they're number three, and and this which means the Notre Dame technically right. moves up to number three, and it changes everything. Right. This is the an game interesting that conundrum. Yeah, it's an interesting a conundrum. Pickle. So, as far as picking the game. Oh, that Clemson. makes it tough, but it oh. makes it tough to know. Like, I wonder if the point spread is because there's so many unknowns. Because, like I said, it started at six and a half. It did move to seven and a half. Well, quick betting, means- quick betting fact for you. Do you know the last team? And it'll surprise you. Who it is the last team to beat Clemson with a seven point favorite? The Cincinnati Bearcats. Wrong. How how like how incredibly amazing would that have been if that I been great. But it was seventeen. But it was. Uh, 2017 Syracuse. Okay. okay. Oh, like, I remember up, in, in up in Syracuse. Yep. I remember that yep. game. Up in the dome. I re- that was their Super Bowl. They were they were Oh yeah. They went bonkers. Yep. So they've gone, remember that. they've gone three and a half seasons when they're seven point favorites, they went I mean, granted, they've gone three okay. seasons where they win anyway, but this is true. You know, to to be a seven point favorite, seven points in college is kind of like that three point mark in the NFL. Well, that and that was what I was just gonna say. That's that's nothing in college. Yeah. yeah. So you're taking Clemson. I'm taking Clemson. Points oh, seven and a half. I'm laying them. Yeah. I think I'm laying them too. Yeah. I think I'm laying I think, them too. I think Trevor Lawrence kind of settles the debate right here over well, who's a better quarterback between the two. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. Moving on to the NFL. Let's get let's get professional here. For the National Football League, we're going to start with some Week 16 action. And we start where we pretty much always start, which is finishing off the Monday Night Football quote-unquote game. 
that took place that was between the, wasn't it? the Buffalo Bills and 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 the New England Patriots. And we've said that several times and hold on, hold on. in this matchup. You know, with, with Washington having to change their name and, and Cleveland now changing <laughs> their name. We, we talked about this, and we are offended by the use of Patriot. By the we New hereby Englanders. are on the record changing them to the New Englanders. They are no longer Patriots. They, I, I feel like this is long overdue, and an official statement uh, will be forthcoming. The Bills and the New Englanders played, and over the past 20 years... No, no, correction. The Bills played. The Patriots <laughs> okay. showed up. The New Englanders Barely. showed up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, several times over the last 20 years, we have said Bills, New Englanders is a blowout. When was the last time we said it where the Bills were blowing out the New Englanders? 99? Yeah, I believe that is the last time the Bills swept them in a single season was 99. In the past, coming into this year, before this year. And what happened the next year? Bill Belichick became coach. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And then the next year, Tom Brady. Uh, in the in the twenty year span leading before this year, the Patriots had seventeen of the twenty AFC East titles. Bills had zero. Dolphins had one, and Jets had two, or was it the other way? Something around? like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And the head to head was thirty five to five in favor of the New Englanders. So you're saying there's a chance. That's that's dominance. Then you come into this year, and it's 2-0 Buffalo, and Buffalo has the AFC East Championship already locked up. Running away with it. Running away with it. Yeah, no, it was, it's, it's a no-brainer. In fact, they are currently sitting as the number two seed mm-hmm. in the AFC. This was a major statement game for Buffalo. And it's exactly exactly as we said it was, where Sean yeah. McDermott was going to take this game to prove a point. Yes. He was going to do whatever. He's going to keep his foot on the gas and do everything he could to defeat the uh, New Englanders team. <laughs> New Englanders team. So we're going to lean on Buffalo for a minute, and then mm-hmm. we'll move over to uh, the other team. The Belichicks. Stefan Diggs is out of this world right now. Yeah, yeah, no. Nine catches, 145 yards, and three touchdowns. And and this is a question I wanted to ask you during our Instagram live at halftime of this game, which, for those of you that were nice enough to join us, uh, noticed that we were unable to have a true conversation I'm pretty sure Gio doesn't really dabble in the technical side of things mostly. I'm pretty sure there were technical difficulties on his side. So it was a solo act. So this was a question I was going to ask you then, so I will ask you now. Can you, because I can't, can you remember a single trade in our lifetime where both sides are 100% happy with the deal? And the reason I ask that is because this deal that brought Stefan Diggs to Buffalo sent the draft pick to Minnesota where they selected Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. And they are 
100% happy with that. And Buffalo could not be happier about Stefan Diggs, and Diggs is happy in Buffalo. Can you remember another trade where all that is... Like, I can't. It, it's. I'm sure that they're not to this level. I don't think to a, this of level, a, of obviously, a superstar level. this level. Yeah. Um. But, no, no, I, I really don't think I can. He's um, breaking franchise records, uh, as is Josh Allen. He has yeah. helped Josh Allen at, a, at an unbelievable level. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen was completing... 50%, 52% of his passes. Now he's upwards of 70? And now he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, it's it's absurd. Now, a well, lot of that is Josh Allen doing his own work. I know he reached out to Tony Romo and other people and did a ton of work in the offseason. But when you have Stephon Diggs playing at a level that we've never seen Diggs play at this level. He's no. always been up high. He has never been at this well, level. I, I think so the the closest comparison I can have to what's going on with Josh Allen is last year, Lamar Jackson. Like you that a quarterback finally figures it out, gets his accuracy down, he's able to run the ball so so that you can't necessarily over penetrate. But it's different. I, I it's see what different. you're saying. I don't know that I agree simply because it was Lamar's second year, so there was no book on him really and he hadn't played most of the first year he, well, he played okay. maybe half of the, hold on let me finish God. whereas Josh Allen had two full seasons under his belt and we were all saying we know what Josh Allen is and then he came out and changed everything he is right. a different quarterback right well what Lamar I'm Jackson to say- didn't change styles no 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 but what I'm saying is he went from being everyone looked at Lamar and, and even in that first year He's one-dimensional. He's just a running quarterback that happens to be able to throw the ball. You know, Michael Vick style, not quite Michael Vick. And then he came out and he started uncorking these passes that everybody was like, Where Well, if you remember this? week one of last year, he was against Miami, and he threw five touchdowns yeah. and barely ran at all. Yeah. So it's it's I'm, I'm doing the comparison of that because everybody's I, looked I, at I'll Josh let, I'll Allen. I'll let it as, go. But He's I don't a, know that it's quite the same. No, it, it's not exactly the same. I'm saying it's the closest thing that we've seen. Like it's been the, impressive the, is what Josh Allen has been. What Josh has Allen been is doing incredible. this year is he's evolving. And not just he's evolving, but the wide receiver who came in the offseason has evolved with him. And they without, might, without the benefit of the normal offseason workouts, yeah. none of that. They have picked this up. Really, really well. Moving over to the New Englanders. Uh, Yikes. Do they? Yikes. What do they do next year? Okay, so so my question for you during halftime was going to be this. Is the court... So first question. Is the quarterback for the New Englanders for 2021 currently on their roster? (laughs) <laughs> I want I want to say yes because in all reality Cam Newton hasn't been horrible. Like yes he has. He, re- he what who does he have He has already? five touchdown passes. Oh but okay so And that that's the argument that I'm getting to is he has nothing around him. So it's hard to judge Cam Newton as a quarterback when 
he's been able to throw to Jacoby Myers, who's a number three on almost any other team in the NFL. Like, he has been skipping passes. Yes. Fifteen yard passes, skipping them at twelve. Yes. I and I had this conversation about quarterbacks and their ability to throw the hard passes easily. And I'll use Aaron Rodgers as an example. Aaron Rodgers never looks like he's trying to throw the ball. That ball comes out as nonchalantly where he's just kind of, I don't want to use the term flick in the wrist, but he's just kind of winging it. And that ball is on an, on a dot. Like he is perfect. Even Patrick Mahomes doesn't look like he puts in a ton of effort. Cam Newton looks like he is putting everything and anything into his body. To throw every pass. So many times during this game even, I was watching it going, oh, we got a ball. Oh, that went 18 yards. What the heck is going on? He looks like he has to work so hard to throw the ball well, that his uh, mechanics seemed completely off. Seems like his shoulder shot. Well, like and he's, that's, he's playing like a, a broken player. I'm going to go to bat for Cam Newton a little bit on this one. And, and both of us know I'm not the biggest Cam Newton fan in the world. I've always seen And I'm not this. trying to knock no. him. I'm just looking but at reality. One his his all O line isn't protecting him for anything. He doesn't have a chance to set his feet. Like if you watch him throw the ball, his feet just don't even look set. Well, when that is always so. To be, I want to cut you off when you say that because that always been, has been a criticism of Cam Newton right. that he doesn't always set his feet, regardless of the offensive right. line. You see his passes. It is a drastic difference, and they've broken it down on TV. Mm. There's a drastic difference on his the the accuracy of his passes well, as much as anybody and, or more. That's the second. That's or not. the second point that I was going to be is the injury that he took that that messed up. I, I believe it was his elbow. If I'm his correct, shoulder, yeah, shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. It had to take something from him. He he can obviously run the ball. He has 12, 12 rushing touchdowns already this season. Yeah, he doesn't more than have, double the number of passing. He doesn't have any any weapons. It, I I want to say that he's going to be the quarterback of the Patriots next year, but I think it might be one of those situations where if if Belichick sees any chance of either jumping in the draft or signing a free agent, and I. I at this point, I can't even think of who would even be a free agent this year. Well, I mean, free agent or trade? I, I, I don't. What's he going to trade? Draft picks. I, I don't see him trading draft picks. That's one thing that Belichick has never done is traded draft picks. And he's not the best drafter in the world. Yeah. So who, who, who out there right now is better than Cam Newton? Dwayne Haskins? No. I, I don't know. And that's, that's the point that I'm getting to. Is the, are the Niners going to get rid of Garoppolo? I don't know. They're not. Reports don't have them as 100% on him. You know, a lot of people are saying Stidham. Look, the Patriots know what they have in Stidham. They've been able to get, and, and they said it all night on Monday. They know what they have. They've looked at him all year in practice. He is not Two years. The they, for, for multiple years. Yeah. And if he was the future, they would not have signed Cam Newton off the scrap yeah. heap with 20 minutes to go before yeah. the regular season. Yeah. They are regretting like, no. They are regretting keeping Stidham over Garoppolo so bad right now. It, see, it seems that way. Though Garoppolo has not lit the world on fire. He hasn't, but at least he has a, a really good win record. And I know that has to do with the team. I get it. But it still matters. But... 
So, so Cam Newton has four games this year where he's thrown under 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Four games. Including this game where he only had 34. 34! Yeah. 34. Yep. He, so so I'm putting you on... Ha- let me, get that, let me a, have that answer. God. Is the starting quarterback for 2021 currently on the roster? I think it's yes because there's no other You think option. it's going to be Cam? I. It's either... Okay. So it's either going to be Cam or they're going to blow use that first round pick on one of the six quarterbacks quarterbacks available in in the first round. If I'm not mistaken, they are currently the 14th pick. I could see them using that 14th pick for like the fourth or fifth best quarterback in the draft. And maybe the kid from BYU who I'm I'm really bad. With uh Trey Lance? Trey Lance. It could be Trey Lance who might fall that far back. Uh perhaps um Mac, not Mac Jones. He's not going to come out this year. Um, oh, why am I drawing a blank on this? Oh, the kid from North Dakota State. No, oh, that's Trey Lance. Zach Wilson is Zach BYU. Wilson. Okay, so Excuse I me. could see it being one of those two. Because so I I'm looking see... at a big board right now, and fourteen. Yeah, they're not getting Trevor Lawrence. They're not getting Justin no. Fields. So no. they they. If if it goes according to this big board, which we know it it, it never does, they got Trey Lance at twelfth overall. Okay, and I can not, see him not not in a mock draft as the twelfth ranked player in this draft. Right? No, no, I understand that. What I'm saying is is looking at that, how many teams ahead of them need a quarterback? Obviously, the first two. Well, we got Jacksonville, the Jets. Yeah, we got Miami, who currently, which is amazing. Has the third pick from Houston. Yeah, they don't need a quarterback. Nope. Atlanta, they're not going to draft a quarterback. They're not going to draft a quarterback. Cincinnati, no. Nope. Philadelphia, no. No. Detroit. And by the way, there's another name for the New Englanders, Matt Stafford. There is a name. Okay, I'll give you that one. But that's I, only, like, that's I like only, that. But the only way that they're getting Matt Stafford is if it's Detroit trait. decides to get to spend that pick on a quarterback this year. Yes. Giants, no. Yep. Carolina, seemingly no. They're happy. They like Teddy. Yep. Denver, all reports say no, that they are happy with Sticking Locke. Sticking with Locke, yep. Dallas, I have to believe they're signing Dak. They have to. They have to. I, have I mean, to as bad as that team looked this year, they looked so much worse without Dak. Chargers, no. Nope. Very much no. Minnesota, no, I see Kirk Cousins staying there for a while. How long is that contract? I think it's another two years. Uh, it w- I thought it was only two years guaranteed. No, I thought that it was longer than that. I'll double check that. I'm pulling right. it up right now. It One more year. Okay, so it, he's going to last. Two more years, excuse me. 21-22. Yeah, two more years. He's going to last through that. So he'll, so he'll stay. And, and as strange as it sounds, because and I... Look, I made the prediction he's going to be the MVP. And the last, <laughs> at the, towards the end of the season, he started coming out a lot more. And he's then he done, fell apart. He's done nothing to really lose that job. Though. Oh, no, no, no. And and he, he's staying. He's staying. Yeah. So that answers your question. On that list, we have two yeses and one maybe. Yeah. Two yeses in Jacksonville and the Jets. And by the way, there's another name for New England. Oh, Sam, Sam Darnold. Darnold. Yeah. Yeah, they can get him for cheap. Yep. Throw a two out there and call it a day. 
Absolutely. So, but that said, there are two, maybe three teams ahead of them right now in the draft that need a quarterback. And by the way, we don't know that the Jets are going to pick a quarterback. If they, they're at two, I say they don't pick a quarterback, which means there's only two teams, one right. definitely, one maybe. So right. a quarterback could easily fall to them at 14. Oh, absolutely. And and this is easily. a quarterback-rich draft. Like There are yeah. a lot of good quarterbacks coming out. One, two, three. I've seen as many four, as I've seen as many as six go. Kyle Trask could go five. I've got five in the first thirty-two picks. By the way, that includes Mac Jones in in this big board. Mac Jones. So oh, Mac so Jones. it's appearing that Mac Jones is eligible. I thought he already said that he was going to stay in, though. Did he? That's what I thought. I, I might have been seeing somebody else. Anyway, it, it could the quarterback could stay Cam Newton. I I really wish it would because the guy does deserve the chance that he's getting right now because he caught some bad breaks. But if they find if Matt Stafford becomes available, or I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate it. But I like it. I just don't see Bill going with a rookie quarterback. I don't. Well, Matt Stafford wouldn't be. No, no, no. I'm saying as far as drafting a quarterback goes. As far but as if drafting, you can get Matt Stafford for cheap, you yeah. can draft a quarterback to play behind him. No, you draft a wide receiver to give him a weapon. I mean, that would be nice. That would, would be, that would to. be nice. Like you can't you can't keep doing to your quarterbacks what the Packers are doing to Aaron Rodgers. You can't, especially when at least Aaron Rodgers had Devontae Adams. Like, there's nothing on the Patriots. You can't expect Matt Stafford to come on that team and do nothing. Or or have nothing. I agree. At halftime, the Indianapolis Colts were leading 21-7 over the Pittsburgh Steelers. And if I'm not mistaken, that seven came pretty late, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was late. Didn't it come late in that in that second it half? Came right late at in the, the end of the, or make, the first it, half, excuse me. Came to make it fourteen to seven, and then the Colts caught a quick one uh, at the end of the half. No, I, you're, we're both wrong on that because it was seven to seven <laughs> in that game in the, early in the second quarter. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was. It was. So anyway, halftime. Colts were up twenty-one to seven. Oh, that's no, it right. It was the past. It was the past. James Conner. James Conner had a one-yard touchdown run uh, with thirteen forty-seven in the second quarter, and then the Colts scored twice after that. Okay. Anyway, yeah. halftime. Twenty-one to seven. Game's over, right? It's the Colts. It's the Steelers. It's the best defense yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. Nope. Not even close. The Colts scored three points. For the remainder of that game. And the Steelers scored 21. Final score 28 to 24. And there may be nobody that was as mad about that outside of an Indianapolis Colts fan than me. I have been dumping all over the Steelers all year long. And I wanted them to lose that game with all of my heart and soul. Alas, that was not the case. I also locked up the division for the Steelers and technically as it sits right now pushed the Colts out of the playoffs which is 
huge for everyone else in the playoffs because nobody wanted to play the Colts. Nobody wants to face the Colts. I mean, except for the Steelers, apparently. But only in the second half. Yeah. How do we feel about these two teams coming out of this game? It's weird because everyone said the the formula that the Steelers would have to have in order to win this game, and they just said, we we don't care what you think the formula is going to be. We're just going to keep doing the same thing. And it worked. And and somehow it worked. Yeah, like Ben Roethlisberger threw 49 passes, got 342 yards. The run game did absolutely nothing. Nothing. They scored no, no. a touchdown, but Connor had twenty yards. Yeah, like it was nothing, and they essentially leaned on their defense. Look, all that all you have to do as a defense is stop the best three-headed monster in football. Oh. And they did, and they did. As we said, the culture on the outside looking in right now. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in a in a, in a bit. Pittsburgh locked it in. Uh, they are sitting in the three seed right now behind Buffalo. I uh, could jump up to two. Again, we'll talk about playoff scenarios in just a minute. I, I think this uh, th- this might have angered the Colts. The Colts might might kill the Jacksonville Jaguars coming up in their next game. Yeah, I, it, uh, I, I really feel bad for uh, who's playing quarterback for the Jaguars nowadays. Is it Minshew? No, he's he's out. Minshew's out. Then uh, I oh never mind. Good point. You're right. You uh, gotta go I I gotta go. I gotta go and uh, find them a quarterback. Stat. The, the the comeback is the story of this game as much as anything. Uh, it it silenced some of the critics of the Steelers mm-hmm. and slowed down some of the the accolades for the Colts because as you said, no one wants to play the Colts. But I, I don't know that it's necessarily a sign of what we're going to see in the next, you know, five, six weeks, whatever it is. Uh, I, I think I think this is more the the exception than the rule. Yeah, probably. Third game, simply because it's going to piggyback off the game we just talked about and lead us into the next section of this conversation: Jets Browns. What are the? I guess it doesn't matter. Doesn't what are they I doing? Think. What are they doing? Adam Gase is trying to, to like we said, give the big middle finger to, to Jets. They, man that has to, that's the only thing I can think of. So the Jets win this game. Either that or Frank Gore threatened him with his life. Who, by the way, isn't playing this week. Yeah, Frank no, Gore. He's he's out with a lung issue. Yeah, I saw. What a career! If this is it, that's a great career. Great yeah, career. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. The Browns had like their entire wide receiver core knocked out of this game because of COVID. Um, the the Molly Watts they they got embarrassed. They got embarrassed by this game, and they were talking a whole lot of trash about the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And then they came and lost to the Jets. I a lot of complaints, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this about not postponing this game. Because they lost their receiving core, wanted to get your initial thoughts on that. What do you 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 think? There's grounds for a complaint. The San Francisco 49ers lost half their team to COVID for a game this season. 
So why is that any different? So they're comparing this to the Baltimore game where because it's Lamar Jackson, they got that game postponed and also brought up the Denver Broncos who were without a quarterback and had to play. So and, and go ahead. So if, if they want to compare it to Baltimore, which I didn't agree with them delaying it, and I don't believe it was strictly because of Lamar Jackson. It had nothing to do with Lamar Jackson. Um, but had nothing to do with Lamar. But, but even if it was, let, let's let's jump into the conspiracy pool and say they pushed that back because of Lamar Jackson. Baker, Baker Mayfield didn't have it. So where where's your argument right there? So it was everybody's arguing that it's favoritism towards Lamar and all this nonsense. Listen, we said it before, and and I'll and I'll I'll bang this drum again. Had nothing to do with Lamar. Had nothing to do with the Broncos being without a quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's it's simply the NFL following the the policies and procedures that they put in place. The Denver Broncos had one person test positive, and I think it was two or three close contacts. Three. And the only reason they had those close contacts is because they were sitting close together in the meeting rooms without a mask. So it's on them. Yep. The Browns. I think it was only one positive test, maybe two. And it was everybody else and it was one in, day. The, in the room. And it was one day. Yep. That's it. The Baltimore Ravens had a week and a half where every day they had more positive tests come back. They had a true outbreak. Yeah. Plain and simple. And they didn't delay the game so Lamar would come back. Lamar was out from the moment he tested positive. He was never going to be eligible to play in this game. In that game, excuse me. So it's not the same. Nonetheless, the Browns came out and were embarrassed. Yep. Ruin the chance for this week to be for this coming week to be for the division championship. Which I mean, not for nothing. I was so excited for that. Yeah, I you're was not alone so there. Excited for it. And I, I, now, now I'm when not, the Steelers I am not a Browns fan. Well, yeah. So thanks a lot, Colts. But nonetheless, the Browns like they it needed to be the Colts beating the Steelers and the Browns beating the Jets. Which going into the week was a foregone conclusion. That's a crazy stat. Neither of those things happened. That's a crazy stat I heard about this weekend too. There were five teams that had a chance to lock in a playoff position this weekend, and all five lost. Well, one didn't. No, all five. That there's five teams that had a chance and lost and lost. Okay, five teams with a chance to lock it in did not. They weren't the only ones because obviously there's one that did. Uh, I, I don't know that this is what we will see from the Browns. Like, just like last game, this was an anomaly. I it, I have to believe this is an anomaly. But if somehow the Browns don't make the playoffs because they lose to the Steelers this week, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, you feel for Cleveland fans. Like, you may already feel for Cleveland fans. This is going to be a hard one to swallow. Yeah, I, saw, I saw the greatest meme that was like, you know, the Patriots said they may sit everybody this weekend, so why are Browns fans upset? And they're just like, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> you just wouldn't. You just wouldn't understand. Which takes us into Week 17. Week 17 is coming up here, and uh, this is as as wide open as I've ever seen, in that as of right now, going having, into... Having that seventh uh, seed changes so much like i never thought yes. that i'd ha- see a more exciting weekend of football 
And this as is- of this moment, going into week 17, only one playoff seed is locked in the entire league. Is locked down. Wanna guess? And that's the Chiefs. <laughs> that's the Chiefs. They've got the one yeah. seed in the AFC. Now, other teams have clinched playoff berths or clinched their division, but the seeds are not final at all, except for the number one seed in the AFC. There are only three games this weekend. All I shouldn't even say this weekend. Sunday, because all the games are Sunday. There's only three games with no playoff implication. Hold on. Aren't the Buccaneers locked into... Nope. They can lose and drop down a spot. To who? To the sixth. They can drop to down who? to the sixth seed. They, oh, the Rams beat them this year, didn't they? Yep. Yep. Okay. The only Now, they've locked in the playoffs, and yeah, they've yeah, locked yeah, no, in a wild they've card. Locked in the playoffs. They're stuck between five and six. Got it. Okay. They have to the lose Rams. and have... Uh, who's six right now? The Rams. Uh, the Rams, Rams are the yeah, only other team. The Rams can jump. Yeah, the Rams are the only ones that can jump. There are only three games this weekend, this Sunday, without playoff implications at all. Three games, both teams eliminated from the playoffs and have no say in anything, other than obviously draft position. You have the Raiders, Broncos, Jets, New Englanders, Vikings, Lions. Mm-hmm. Every other game has some effect. On the playoffs, one way or the other. Yeah. That is awesome. And in addition to that, only one game completely stands alone. Well, did you say Chargers Chiefs? Because that has no effect on it, no implications. That doesn't involve the playoffs. Teams, I mean. Oh, I mean it involves a team, but it literally has no implications on the playoffs. No, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter for the playoffs. The only game that stands alone is the game they flex into Sunday night. Which is the only game that has no effect, win, lose, or draw, that has playoff implications, but it's a win, and they're in, lose, and depend like nothing else depends on them. They win, and they're in. Washington and Philly, if Washington wins, they win the division, no matter what else happens. They don't need other things to happen. (laughs) Yeah, if if not, not, it's a whole other monster. It's a whole nother monster. If I, I'm pretty sure, if they lose, they're out. If they well, yes, yeah. If they because lose, they're out because Giants Dallas wins. Dallas, they're in. If whoever wins, yes. yep. Now they both they both need Washington to lose. Yes. Yeah. So if Washington loses, the winner of right in that the yes. winner of Giants yes. Dallas so if, wins if the, the division. If, if Washington loses, the winner of the the Dallas uh, Giants game Giants game wins the division, the division and there's a chance that if Dallas and Washington both lose the 6 and 10 New York Giants will be yes. the NFC East champions. Boom, let's go. Without a doubt the worst playoff team <laughs> in the history. The worst playoff record. The worst playoff record. No, no, I'm sticking with what I said. <laughs> Looking at the NFC, because we already know the AFC has the number one seed locked up. Yep. There are three teams still in the hunt for the number one seed. The craziest scenarios in the world. Which I love this. Crazy. You have the Packers, the Seahawks, and the Saints. In the event of a two-way tie, the Packers beat the Saints in a tie with the tiebreakers. Yep. And the Seahawks beat the Packers. And they beat the Seahawks. 
No. 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 In event of a two-way tie, the way the that it Seahawks works, win. The Seahawks. I have the Seahawks win. beating the Saints, not the Packers. No, they beat the Packers. The only listen. The way that it's working is this: Packers win, they get the number one. If the Packers lose and the Seahawks win and the Saints lose, the Seahawks get the one. If it's a three-way tie, the Saints get That's the one. That's the only way the Saints can only get way. is if it's Those a three-way the scenarios. tie. And there's no way that there can be – if it's Packers-Saints, Packers get it. Yeah, the Saints can only get it if it's right. a three-way tie. Right. Because of the difference in the three-way Right, and there's breakers. no chance of there being a Saints-Seahawks uh, uh, for one because – the, the Packers are locked in at least to be in the tiebreaker. Correct. Correct. There are four teams fighting for the three wild card playoff spots in the AFC. And this we were just kind of talking the about. AFC or the oh. AFC? Okay. AFC. Yep. AFC. The the NFC, one of them is already locked with Tampa Bay. Right. And the other ones are Arizona, LA, and Chicago. There are three teams fighting for two there. Right. There are four teams fighting for three spots in the AFC. Miami, Baltimore, and Cleveland are currently holding the 5, 6, and 7 seed with Indianapolis on the outside. All four of those teams have the same record right now. Indianapolis Indianapolis has a chance to go from out to the uh, 4 seed. They can win the division. I thought they were eliminated from the division. No, because if, if Tennessee loses this week and Indianapolis wins, Indianapolis gets the division. They, they, so there's a widespread yeah between between what could happen. Now, as far as the as far as the wild card goes, they, they need to win. Indianapolis needs Indianapolis to win. Indianapolis has to win. Yes, and have any of those four teams now bringing Tennessee in? Yep. Any of those four teams just needs to lose. Yep. That's. That makes for and, and if I'm not mistaken, they're all playing at the same time. Yes. Can, can we mention too? I think we glossed over this, but I want to bring this into to perspective. There's a chance that Mitch VP makes the playoffs. Mitch VP. Mitch VP. There is a chance they have to they have to beat Green Bay. Yeah. It, well, I mean, yeah. Who's <laughs> who's playing for the number yeah. one seed? <laughs> Green Bay isn't arresting anybody because no, absolutely not. Because if I'm mistaken, the other games are they're at the same time. Uh, that that are fighting for the number one seed in the NFC. Let me see. You've got Green Bay and Chicago at four twenty five. You've got Seattle and San Francisco at four twenty five and New Orleans and Carolina at four twenty five. Wow. Yeah. That's really good scheduling. That's, That's really scheduling. good scheduling. Because the AFC games that matter, Miami-Buffalo, Baltimore-Cincinnati, Pittsburgh-Cleveland, all at 1 o'clock. Yep. Yeah. With the only caveat being Indianapolis is at 425. But they know no matter what, they have to win. Yeah. If they lose, they're out. And then uh, So Indianapolis is the only game Arizona, Los that Angeles is, in the AFC. is winning you're in. With, with, I believe, no starting quarterbacks. Both starting quarterbacks yeah. are out of that game. Yep. Yep. Both starting quarterbacks are out of that game. I don't know what to expect in that game. And I mean, then the Tennessee-Houston the game as well. So Tennessee and Houston is also at 425. So that divisional battle with Indianapolis and, you know, playing Jacksonville, both at 425. That's really good scheduling by the NFL. 
I rarely give the NFL credit, administratively speaking. That is really, really well done, having those games be back, you know, at the same exact time. So you can't, you know, have a, have teams resting players because they know that they're they're in no matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're going to see a Are game with major playoff implications with John Wolford playing against Brett <laughs> <Hundley>. <sighs> A couple of Hall of Famers right there. Am I, am I right? No? Hey, hey, not for nothing. Remember, Brett Hundley's the, the quarterback that had the great game for uh, the Patriots a few years ago that got him a nice deal. The who? The, the Patriots. Who did he play for? The Packers. You remember oh, that final game? Really he played the final game. I do. Year. I do. He for like and he, 500 and he yards. Like five, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that game. I remember that game. Uh, that does have playoff implications in that. Dude, does that give Arizona the tiebreaker? Because Chicago's yeah. the seventh seed right now. Arizona's the eighth seed. If they beat L.A., they'll both be nine and six. And I think that uh, Arizona has the head-to-head. Well, they, they, that would when that no, split no, it, they finish one and that? one. It has to be in the divisional record at that point. So it's the, the, the divisional record. Oh my goodness! That. Oh my goodness! Yeah, what it's, it's going to get like, insane. It's, this is this is a don't bother me. I need to watch football Sunday as much as we've ever seen. So I'm looking a little bit closer, and no, the LA Rams will have the tiebreaker regardless they have the eight and three conference record no no yes, i'm sorry no you're wrong no because whoever wins this game will have the better divisional record it's, yep yes so i am on and and if anybody wants to take a shot at this i'm on the nfl playoff machine right now on espn and they do this you know with a few weeks left in the season you can pick the winners of the games and it'll tell you who will uh who will win you know what who the playoff teams will be and i just went to that one game and when you choose L.A., L.A. is the sixth seed. When you choose Arizona, Arizona is the sixth seed. Oh, no. Excuse me. Depending on what Chicago does, they could both make it. Right, right. I, if I Arizona wins and right, but LA, Chicago game But the here. winner of that game will be the higher seed as well. Yes. Arizona, if Arizona wins, they move to the sixth seed. Right. And, excuse me. It, it depends on Chicago Green Bay. That, see, and this is where it gets crazy. If Chicago beats Green Bay, they're in the playoffs. No matter what. Right. No matter what, if they win, they are in. If they lose, then I believe it they're doesn't out. matter who wins. Yeah, they're out. Because they have the worst uh, con- worst conference record with a loss. No, because if, L- if L.A. wins and Green Bay wins... Right. Chicago's no, no. a seven. I'm saying if Arizona, if Arizona wins and Chicago loses, and Chicago's Chicago out. Loses, Arizona Chicago's and out. LA are in. Right. Yeah. Arizona has to win to get in. Correct. That's Correct. Essen- that's essentially what it comes down to. Chicago yes. could lose and get and past still Arizona make it on the tiebreaker. If, if LA wins. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> oh, man. Which, by the way, that was great radio because everybody's like, wait, what the hell's going on? And that's the beauty of. Of having that extra seed, having that extra seventh spot in the playoffs, which a lot of people didn't like because it's too many teams in the playoffs. I said it from the get-go. 
more meaningful football means more games at the end of the season are important and that's what that's what the NFL wants that's what the players want and that's what whether you admit it or not that's what the fans want meaningful yeah. football we're going into week 17 and I already said it with 95% of the games whatever the percentage is that matter one out of 16 actually matter three out of 16 don't matter three have to have both teams are not in the playoffs Three games out of all of them, so both teams are not in the playoffs. a quarter of the games literally have zero effect on the playoffs because the, the Chiefs-Chargers game has zero effect on the playoffs. It's already locked in. Yes, so, and they're probably going to rest. Yeah. I have to I have to believe they're going to rest at least in the second half. Well, unless but as far as get, non-playoff teams... Yeah, it's going to be second half because they're going to want Patty Mahomes to break that 5,000-yard mark. Whoa, 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 whoa. Patrick Mahomes, sorry. Patrick. Patrick, you... Show some respect. Put put some respect on his name. Moving on to our weekly segments. Because we could spend another four hours talking about these these scenarios and if this team wins or that so, team wins. So and, before, before you continue, I was wrong. Yep. Patrick Mahomes will rest this week. They're Chad, saying for the full game? Yes, Chad Henney is going to start. Son of a gun. You know what that means, right? That means you're way off. Yeah, that means I didn't even get one. That means I didn't even get one. I said four. I didn't get any hitting 5,000. And by the way, I had a chance at one Yeah, going into this week. If he played, I had a chance at one because I mean, uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson can go for 500. And... He's not there for 600 <laughs> yards. Stop it. That's ridiculous. Deshaun might go for 700. You never know. Yeah, not going to happen. So let's move on to those weekly segments. Let's start it off with top to bottom. Quick reminder, this is where... Oh, well, you got something else? I thought we were doing MVP. No. You want to talk about the MVP? I mean, it changed. It's over. Is it? Yes. There's another Mahomes player that sitting. I think... I think there's another You think one. Allen can jump him? I think All Allen right. can Who, jump him. Who's number one? Well, right now, it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Who's number two? Allen. I, I, I think I agree with you, but I don't think he can do enough... And he won't play the full game, I don't think. I mean, it depends on what the score is, but the Buffalo wants that two seed. Yes, and Green Bay wants that one seed. No, I, I understand. But, okay, let's say the Packers lose. And so Mahomes is out. Mahomes is Mahomes not getting the MVP. Yeah, it, Mahomes is out. So let's say the, the Bills end up getting, you know, 350 yards from Allen, 100 yards on the ground, four touchdowns total, and Rodgers goes for 250 and two. And the Packers lose. If the Packers lose, okay. Like, that's what I'm saying. He's okay. not out of the conversation. This no, is he's not, not over yet. It's not over. It is over for Patrick Mahomes, we yes, think. Yes, yes. Patrick Mahomes is out, and I think Derrick Henry's name it can be taken out, too, officially. Yes. So, with Patrick Mahomes being out, does this feel like, and, and, and stay with me, does this feel like Carl Malone? Back in 97, winning the MVP over Michael Jordan. It's a good comparison. It's a really good comparison. I think it's a little different, though, in the fact of uh, Jordan played the whole season. Yeah. We're not seeing, like, we're not seeing Mahomes get his chance at 5,000. I think it'd be a different story if Mahomes got 5,000 yards. So if Mahomes came into this game, threw for 350, 
and three touchdowns. Then it'd be exactly Malone. Okay, so all right, so you're not saying that he would be able to win it. No, but it no, would be no. The same concept. I'm saying it, yeah, because I mean Jordan still won won the scoring title, was the best defensive player in the league, like, and obviously, obviously won the finals and the and the finals MVP. Obviously, was the best player in the NBA, and they gave it to somebody else because they had to. Like that. was so, and that's my point. Now, I think there's a slight difference because it Aaron Rodgers was the best, at least in many people's eyes, the most talented quarterback we ever seen, and it feels like Mahomes has taken that crown from right. him. Right. So it's a little different in that. But what I what I meant was, and and you you alluded to this, we all say that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. How is he not the MVP? Now, we've seen year in and year out the best quarterback in the league or the best player in any league not win the MVP, whether it's whether it's in the NFL with Peyton Manning not winning it every damn year, including the year he was out, by the yeah. way. He should have been the MVP that year because yeah. they went from Super Bowl contender to the first pick in the draft, yeah. and there was one difference. We've seen it in the NBA 15 times with LeBron not winning it every nope. single season. So and before him Shaq. Like yeah. there's there's 6 or 7 years that there should have been no it's Shaq. It's no Shaq. question. Like <laughs> it's no question. I think you're right. I think right now Rodgers has more room for error. If he yes. loses and 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 doesn't play great and Josh Allen loses his mind, Allen might steal it. Yeah. And I, I can't really argue with it. Yeah. Like, that. that's all that. Like, it, it's a two-man race at this point. One person has a huge lead on the other, but there's definitely a chance for... Like, you ever see the, the video of that one track guy that were running the 800 meter, and he was, like, 100 meters ahead, and he's... you know, And the other guy... And the other guy just flies by him. Yeah. That could happen. That could, that could happen. That could happen. But it takes a very specific set of circumstances for it to happen. Yes. Now, can I get to the weekly segments? Yeah, let's go to the weekly segments. Cue the music. Top to bottom. This is where we give our top five teams, bottom three teams. I can't decide if if we're gonna if this is this our last one. This is our last time. This is the last one. Yeah. This is our, this is the the season finale. Yep. Of top to bottom. Now I think we'll do a top five. After the Super Bowl for After next year. After the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. way too early fist bump five. Yep. Or top five. I'm okay with that. Um, I'll right. allow it. But you, you'll, thank you. Thank, thank you, sire. Starting with the bottom. My 32nd team. Still the Jaguars. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I, I wanted to be a jerk. I wanted to say that the Jets were the worst team because they can't even lose right. But... That's not in the spirit of this rankings. So I put the Jaguars 32, and you, I assume, did the same. Yeah, I agree. 31. I have the Jets. I got Houston. I got Houston. Houston has played horrible football. In my heart, I feel like they are better. They have have very talented players. They have Deshaun Watson, who is is an unbelievable talent. They got J.J. Watt. They got all these great players, but they are playing horrible. Worse than almost anybody in the league right I st- now. I still think you put them on a field with the Jets and they win. But that's not what we're doing. I, Who's how- playing the worst right now? You keep changing your parameters, young man. No, you're right. You're right. It, it, Who's it, playing worse right now? It's Houston. The Jets have won two in a row. Yeah. yeah. The Houston's lost like seven in a row. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're, you're absolutely correct. 
I, and, I, I, and, it, and it hurt because like I, I said, I be, wanted to put to you honest, last. To be honest, if we're if we're gonna keep my parameters the same, I'm going to change my bottom three. And 31 for me is the New Englanders. They're playing. So I got horrible. I got New England. I've got New England in the bottom five. Okay. The I, bottom I think, five. I think they're playing worse than the Texans. So I keep. At Some least, recency in. At least the Texans have Deshaun. Well, and the, regardless the, of how bad the rest of that team is playing, they do have Deshaun. Deshaun Watson is still lighting it up. So, I, and and I love Deshaun Watson, and I love J.J. Watt, and I thought his speech after the yep. game was yep. as beautiful as any. And I couldn't agree more with what he said. And for anybody to They're think that, terrible. To, for anybody, especially one of our listeners who tried to imply this. To think that J.J. Watt is not going to be a Texan for life, you're out of your no, mind. No, 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 hold on. To be clear, I said that. Okay. Well, I floated the idea. No way. I simply floated a, the idea. Is this his start? Life. Is this the start to him demanding out? That was no. the question I asked. No. I'm not saying I think it, but I started that conversation. Okay. Well, then. So, I bottom three, that. I have Jaguars, Texans, Jets, 32 to 30. You have. Did you update yours? No, I'll I'll keep it with you. You're yours. gonna stay with it's, it. It's not. It's Jaguars, Texans, Jets. You're gonna you're gonna agree. Yeah, yeah. Top five. Number five. Who you got? I got the Saints. Me too. All the reasons that we all know. Yeah. They're playing great. They win again. The defense. Drew Brees looked good. The defense defense looked back, good. Yeah. Alvin Kamara remembered how to play football. That Alvin was Kamara. A... What? How do you and, not? And I am mad at Sean Payton. I'm mad. He took him out on the second to last touchdown and let the the backup tight end quarterback guy run it in. Kamara could add seven. Yeah. Kamara could add seven. Mark could add eight. He could add nine. He <laughs> played unbelievable. Number four. Seahawks. Oh, I think we're going to. I agree. Oh, yeah. And we're definitely going to agree. It felt like. Seattle and the Saints were there by default. Yeah, nothing they were because like the teams that I had ahead of them all lost, and then they lost ugly, and they just moved up. Yeah, and they just they just yep. moved up. Uh, you started to say something a second ago. Oh yeah, we we, we probably agree. Number three, Buffalo, Kansas City. Really? Yep. At the end of the year, like okay. Based on what we're seeing on the field, they've won 11 in a row, and you know I love them. They haven't really looked good. They haven't had to. And they just, but but what I'm seeing, they haven't looked great. Now, it is more so that the other two teams jumped them than they dropped. Well, here's, here's what I'm going to say. We said the, the gap was close. Yeah. And it just flipped but for me. It, here's the reason that I think the, the Chiefs look as look even greater in as bad as they look. As strange as this sounds, and we've said this the whole season, they haven't had to step on the gas. All At year. no point was I afraid that they were going to lose. Right. I, that now that changed this week. Oh, okay. You could have been afraid. It stuck into my head. You it stuck into my head. But but what I'm saying is, the first time all year you have that feeling was in a game that a didn't matter. Well, they won and got the number one seed. They did not have the number one seed yet. 
but it, it didn't matter. In the long run, this game did not matter, and they probably knew it off the rip. This game did not matter. They just had to win. No, no. Yes, okay, they had to win. Yes. But they they looked meh. To be clear, me putting them at three, I want to make clear, is not me knocking them as no, much I as it. I am praising. I get it. You're giving credit to the other One and teams, two. but I think yes. Kansas City is still... I, I still Kansas City is still my favorite. Like I think they're the best team in the league. Yeah. But right now, they are the third best playing team. Okay. Number two. Packers. As do I. Which leaves you. The number one team in the league right now is the Buffalo Bills. Let me let me run one one thing down for you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They are a all-time great DeAndre Hopkins catch away from nine straight. Mm-hmm. That's incredible that it okay. took that play. And they have been playing incredibly good football, including beating the vaunted Steelers, by the way, in that mix. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's why it's I have still, them number it's one. still not as impressive to me as 11 the 11 straight that the Chiefs have. Yes. And I, and I led with that. Playing right now, the Buffalo Bills are playing better. Okay. Now, head-to-head, you t- you make me pick head-to-head right now, I got Buffalo losing to both the Packers and the Chiefs. Well, see, I have I have them beating the Packers. I do. I don't have them I ahead think, of the Packers. I think Packers Aaron Rodgers I- is the difference maker in that game. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, that, that by the way, the, Buffalo and either of those, like any combination of these three teams, yeah. whoo, we can see... Some high numbers for my top, for our top four teams because then you got Russ and DK. No, you're a hundred percent right. We have the the potential for spectacular quarterback wide receiver combos coming up in these playoffs. Yeah, spectacular. Recap: top five. I go five to one. Saints, Seahawks, Chiefs, Packers, Bills. I got Saints, Seahawks, Bills, Packers, Chiefs. A little bit of a shakeup. <clears throat> a little bit of a shakeup. A little bit. Let's go to the uh, the fist bump five. So you have honors this week, right? I <laughs> uh, I do. I do have the honors by a half a game. So uh, you finished one and four. Yeah. I finished one three and one. Yeah. Sitting you at thirty six forty one and three. Forty seven percent. Putting me at 39, 38, and 3, calculating the 51%, which by my math is exactly one game over 500. We are combined 75, 79, and 6 at 49%. If I'm not mistaken, this was our worst week of the season. Oh, by far. Combined. Yeah. But, um, but if I 5 0 with this week, I finish so, 500. So, so if, you <laughs> if you go 5 0, you finish at 500. You still technically have the ability to catch me for the regular season yeah. crown. You are three games back, which means that's, that's, not bad. that's it. Thirty. Uh, yeah, you, we're, we both have three ties. Mm-hmm. You have thirty-six wins. I have thirty-nine. Mm-hmm. So you need me <laughs> to 
finish at least to win, two and three. To win, I can't win more than one. I got this. And you have to win at least four. Oh, I'm going. I'm five and zero, oh, baby. If you go five and zero, oh, and I go two and three, we tie. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So I have, you have the honors, my friend. Oh, was we this can't the, pick the same week? games? <laughs> was this the toughest week? Yeah, for a few reasons. One is I Vegas did a great job this week. They did a really good job of picking the numbers this week, and I think it's a little in my head this week, knowing that uh, I needed it's, to be a big it's week. It's so close. I needed to be a big week. So it was in my head because I just need to win a couple. I don't need to win much. I just need to win a couple to take the crown for the regular season. But I think because players might rest at halftime. Yeah. There's so many unknowns that I don't know. I didn't know what to do. So anyway, and this is going to go against everything I just finished saying. I'm picking the Dolphins. Minus one at the Bills. It's changed. <laughs> what is it now? Minus one and a half. I'll still take them. I'll take them. Well, I, 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 well, I think this... the Bills are going to rest. I, I don't think I think like I think the difference between two and three isn't a huge deal for them, and so they this... can't afford an injury. So this is going to be the first game that like is going to matter for us because I'm so you got the, Bills. the Bills. Yes. Yes. Um, so so I'm going think... to propose something to you. I'm going to propose something to you. Here's my proposal. We go head-to-head on every game. On every game? Yeah. I'm, pro- I'm off, off. So All I pick 16 the first one. games? No, 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 no. Just five. No? Or do you want to stick with the five you picked? No, I'm going to stick with my no five. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to stick with my five. But the reason, okay, so the reason that I'm going with the Bills in this is the game against the the, the Patriot or the New Englanders that we just saw. Yes, was McDermott proving a point? This is going to be the exact same thing. He might rest Josh Allen in the fourth quarter, but I see him completely pressing on the Dolphins. I see him wanting to knock the Dolphins out of the playoffs. You could be right. You you absolutely could be. Nonetheless, I'm taking the Dolphins. Okay. Next game, I'm going to Tampa. Okay. <laughs> Tampa's locked into the playoffs. Yeah. And might drop to the six seed. Probably not. They can't drop to the six seed. They can only drop to the five. About the four. Five. They are at the five seed right now. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. Yeah, yeah. They're at the five seed. They can drop to the six. And they are spotting the Falcons. For some reason. Yep. Yep. And they're spotting the Falcons six and a half points. Tom Brady's old. Tom Brady's old. I think think he's going to be resting in this game as well. I agree. I got the Falcons plus six and a half at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I stayed away. Now, I probably picked the Buccaneers to win. But I think the Falcons could come in late, a couple turnovers, possibly went out right. Yeah, I, I stayed away from that game. I, I want to stay away from every game. I have no clue what Bruce Arians is going to do with with uh, Tom Brady. Yep. Like, I don't see any reason to start him. I don't see any reason to play him. I don't. Yeah. I just, 
I don't. I, I, I took a guess. I took but, a guess that, that he's not going to play the whole game. But if Tom wants to play, Tom I, will play. Fair enough. But he's old, man. I know. He, I know. He's, used, he, he's not used to going to the playoffs without a bye. I don't know if you remember. Last yeah. year was like the first time in a decade yeah. that he went into the playoffs without a bye, and he got knocked out. Yeah. He, he might say, yeah, hey, listen, no, we dude, should rest. I, I get it. I do. And it, it's a good choice by you. It's just I had to. And, and especially, like, Atlanta's been bad, but they've been a weird bad. Like, Involved. Yeah. So... All right, they, they've my... been they've been around now. They are seven and eight against the spread for the season, but they've lost some crazy games that they shouldn't have. Right. So yeah, again, Falcons plus six and a half at the Buccaneers. You're up. I'm going to Chicago, where the Packers are coming to town, and the Packers are five and a half point favorites. Are they? And yeah. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. Five and a half point favorites. Yeah, me too. I'm looking at the same thing. Yeah. And it started at four. Like, yes, it's gone up a point and a half. <sighs> I, look, I want Josh Allen to win the MVP. I really do. But Aaron Rodgers is going to go insane in the first half. And I think that the Packers are going to have a, at least a two-touchdown victory over the Bears. The Bears are going to they're gonna try and do everything they can. Mitch VP is <laughs> Mitch going, VP! Yeah, he's, he's going <laughs> to try and get them, you know, just to pull them to the playoffs. The defense is probably going to try more than him, but probably the Packers are just too much. They might get it within seven. Yeah. Guess what? Same game. You're not making up any ground on this one. <sighs> I agree. I got the Packers minus five and a half at the Chicago Bears. Your next game. Which one? All right. Titans versus Texans in Houston. Seven and a half point mm-hmm. spread. Mm-hmm. Titans are favorites. Mm-hmm. The Titans looked bad. They looked mm-hmm. bad last week. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that Derrick Henry is going to be very upset about that, and he has a uh-huh. real chance of torching this defense and getting that two thousand yard mark. Okay, I think he does it. I think the Titans beat him by more than seven and a half. And my game's in Houston. Am I, am in I Houston. correct? Yep. I uh, I I looked at this game. I did not pick it. I I, I made you believe that I did. Uh, I did not pick it. I didn't believe uh, you for a second. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm concerned with this game that JJ Watt got through to his team, which scared me enough to stay away from it. Not fair. Scared me enough. I don't think he did. I think I, I think I think that a lot of that team is going to be gone next year, personally. But you know, you, you well, never if, know. If you if never what know. He said if what he said has anything to do with yeah. it, then yeah, because yeah. he literally said you don't want to be here and you don't want to play. Get out. Yep. Literally talking game. to everyone yeah. else in that locker room except yeah. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. No, talking to everyone in that locker room saying if you don't want to be here. Get out now. Deshaun is not on the list of people that don't want to be here, but right. he was he was talking to him. He was talking to everybody. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like he, he Deshaun Watson ain't, ain't ain't on the list of people that don't want to be there and aren't trying hard. We're going to Carolina. Oh boy. We're going to Carolina. Yeah. Saints want a shot at that one seed, man. Yeah. And even if they decide to rest Drew Brees for some of this game. Yeah. 
they can still beat them by more than the six and a half point spread that it is currently sitting at. I've got the Saints minus six and a half at the Carolina Panthers. I hate, I hate you so much. <laughs> so I picked the same game, and I'm going to swap what I was going to do. Yes! I want a shot at the crown. Hey, listen, if you want it, come get it. So you got the Panthers. I got the plus Panthers. Six and a half. It, and it's, it's, I, I think that maybe they're just going to sit everybody. They're going to get a big lead in the first half. The, the you know, get it to like a 14 point lead and then sit, you know, sit Drew Brees. Cause you, you, if you don't need anybody hurt on that team, it's Drew Brees. And then probably sit Kamara. And that defense is going to keep it close. Give up a touchdown or two to Teddy Bridgewater, and and I think I think the Saints might win, but I think the Panthers are going to get that garbage touchdown to keep it close. I think the argument against me is that, and I said it, they they could probably beat the Panthers with either Taysom Hill or with a tight end to quarterback. Yeah, no, they could probably yeah. beat them. Yeah, and if they get off to a big start. It, it makes sense to rest Drew Brees. So that's the argument against it. I think it'll be a late touchdown that'll win this and so put him up by 10. That was my initial thoughts until you told me who you, you were picking. And Good thing I had the honors. I'm going for the crown. Good thing I had the honors because we would. I would not have... I would have stayed home. I would have stayed oh. with the Saints. I would have switched. Oh, no, I know. I, I, I know what you're doing. I, I, I can... I just, I, to be clear, no, it's I, had no, no, I had trouble picking. I had trouble picking these games. Great strategy. I'm going to San Francisco. Come on. <laughs> this worked out beautifully. I had no, I had no point did I think about what games you would pick. At no point did I did I think about it. Uh, much much like the Saints. I'm gonna look for a different game. See, there, there's one game that I almost picked, but I didn't. So. Just like the Saints, the Seattle Seahawks want that number one seed. And they have no way of knowing that they're going to have it because they're not going to scoreboard watch. Because the, the Packers are playing at the same time as them. They are not going to scoreboard watch. They're going to, Pete Carroll's going to have them focus on the game. Now, if it's a blowout by the Packers at halftime, maybe. Maybe they see that. But. Even then, I don't know if they start resting Russ unless they're up by 30. I got the Seahawks minus five at the 49ers. You did a moment ago. A moment ago. You are switching your game. Yes. Are you do you have do you have the marbles to just flip that no. game? No. <laughs> no. You're not picking your hometown no. San Francisco 49ers? Absolutely not. The first time in history, everybody mark the date. First time in history, Gio was not a homer. So what is your new fifth pick? Well, first off, <laughs> I'd like to think of myself as relatively neutral when it comes to... Yes, I do have You're my favorites. Yes, You're I showed your, them. You are out of your mind. Stop it. You know what game I almost picked? You did not pick I, the Washington I, Giants game? No, the Washington aren't playing the Giants. Or the Dallas the Giants game? I almost did. I almost did. I was so close. Just to put it all out. Just put it all out, and I was going to take the Giants. I think it was three points. Is that what I see? So there is one game that I know that a lot of players are going to be sitting from this game. But I think... Are you gonna, but, do you have to go honest to take the Chargers? There's no chance that the Chargers are going to beat the Chiefs. 
Chargers they, they don't have to win. Half. Yes, they, they do. To... They're three and a half point favorites. They absolutely no, I'm saying do. I meant they didn't have to just win. They have to win by four. Right. That's what I'm saying. Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs. <laughs> you're, so you're taking the Chiefs minus or plus three and a half? Yes. I like it. I like it. And it's at Six, home, too. Look, 16 games, 15 games, the Chiefs have been the favorites in every single game. The final game yeah. of the season, yes, they're sitting, everybody, is in Arrowhead, and they're the the, the underdogs they're dogs. Against, against the Chargers? Hey, listen. I'm going to take the Chiefs. <sighs> Recap. I got the Dolphins minus one and a half. The Falcons plus six and a half. Change mine all around. The Packers minus five and a half. Do you want me to read yours? Because I have yours. Yeah, yeah, no, you read Saints them. minus <laughs> six and a half and the Seahawks minus five. You, in the order I have it, have the Bills plus one and a half. So we're head to head there. So yep. I'm either I'm either spreading my lead or you're making up ground. Yep. We both you also have the Packers minus five and a half. You have the Titans minus seven and a half. You swapped this pick and took the Panthers plus six and a half. So we're head to head on that game. Yep. And then you ran away and hid in Arrowhead, taking the Chiefs plus yep. three and a half yep. versus the Chargers. Now, if our, our two head to heads, if you win both of them, you just need to make up one of the other three. Yep. And we're tied. Yeah. It's impressive. That's impressive. That's going to be fun to watch. Adds a little more intrigue to our Sunday slate of games. And that does it for episode 40 of the Fist Bump Boys. We're there. We got there. We were getting there. We have gotten to there. And now it's time for episode 40. New journey. A new journey. journey. We're going to continue pushing forward here. Week 17 coming up. We got fun stuff for the playoffs. Other sports are gearing up. All kinds of great content coming from your boys here at the Fist Bump Boys. Check us out on the social medias. All of them. The Grams. The the, the, the Twitters. The uh, the Facebooks. Oh, speaking of Instagram. The MySpaces. Uh, we're not on the we're not on MySpace. So was it Tom? Is that who was Tom, on MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> Tom wouldn't wouldn't let us on there. Um he was in our top friends though back in the day. Uh speaking of Instagram, I think as we no longer have <laughs> Even though we have no more Monday night games, we are going to do a special Sunday night football edition of the Fist Bump Boys Monday Night Football Halftime Show during the Sunday night game this week. So long as we can get it to work. I mean, I'll be there. I'll be there. You'll be chatting there. We're going to do it during halftime of the Washington game, uh, Washington and Philadelphia game during Sunday night football. Kind of recap our Fist Bump 5 since neither of us picked that game. Uh, we'll know the results then and uh, talk about some of the scenarios that played out. But on all the uh, all the social medias, our handle is at the Fist Bump Boys. Check us out on the website. We got all our episodes, some articles, pictures, fun stuff going on there. And more fun, fun stuff is planned. We're working on some things to push out there as well for you. www.thefistbumpboys.com We're having fun. You're having fun. Enjoy this week 17, gearing up for the playoffs. Ton more stuff coming your way from the Fist Bump Boys. But for now, we're signing off. Boom! Boom!